Torah is so important because everyone needs to say Tehillim right now. This is exactly what we mentioned just now about the missiles coming to Israel instead of the fireworks. I mean, not that we should really be celebrating the new year, but nevertheless, we want to have like a positive moment, whatever reason it is, and instead we're getting missiled at. Like Simchus Torah was meant to be the happiest day of the year and it became the most tragic day of the year. In, in history almost, yeah? Well. So we have a power right now during Shobhavim, this this time period, and that's why we're going to learn this Torah. Is it Ayin Gimel? It's Ayin but it's in the second part of Lukutamaran. There's Lukutamaran regular, and there's Lukutamaran Tanyanya. It's a se- uh. it's like the second Sefer of Lukutamaran. Why he divided it up, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe he already taught the main Torahs, and, and then there was more to add. So he made a second Sefer. Um, exactly what the history is, I don't know. But the main point is Shobhavim, that we are now in a time of Shobhavim. And this Torah, straight away at the end as well, this Torah brings the Pasuk from this week's Pasha Shmos, and it gives us a hint to what we're supposed to be doing during this time period. Especially the, the concept of going to Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim represents Golas. Amiso now, as a nation, we're no longer Masa uh, Avos, all the stories of the Avos, Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Yosef, and the sons. Mm-hmm. We're now dealing with Amiso, Moshe, and the, and the Am of Bnei Yisrael, and we're a nation. We're now into a public level, not just a private experience. We're now, it's not just about our family. This is now about a nation that has an impact on the world, and Mitzrayim has enslaved us. And we have to figure out how to get out of that. And it's the same right now. How do we get out of this war successfully? How are we going to get through this goddess at the end of days? So he's going to tell us the key is, and remember the whole key to goddess to bring gula is tshuva. And this, that's why Shavimim is a special gift to help us do tshuva at the end of days. It's like an extension of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot. Whatever we didn't do then, whatever we didn't do Simchas Torah, which we definitely didn't do everything then, whatever we didn't do Hanukkah, Whatever we didn't, all the special times we've had this new year of Tashin Pei Dalid, whatever part we haven't done, we now get to do in Shabbat when we get to fix it up through Tshuva. Mm. So let's go. I give me Shiratzalach the Zachot the Tshuva. So who who wants to be merit Tshuva? Yeah, repentance. Ye Ragil Amiras Tehillim. He has to be accustomed to saying Tehillim. Mm. So. You want to do tshuva, like you talk about ballet tshuva and this whole thing, tshuva movement. And, and it, I even heard apparently that it's not really such a f- vibrant movement like it used to be when I first came. Hmm. Uh, that's the, the talk of the day. Like uh, if you hear a podcast, a rabbi just said yesterday on a podcast, it's a gosis, like it's hardly moving. Like I don't know if it's that extreme, but it's, uh, it's, it's not like it was. When I came to Israel, it was, every shiva was packed with ballet tshuva. Everyone, the, the light yeah. of tshuva. It's so a different opponent. I think it's more tshuva on the tshuva right now. That's my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Meaning like all of the ballot tshuvas have to do tshuva, whatever tshuva they did then, because it wasn't real like deep. It was more yeah. like, you know, happy families, happy days, you know, everyone's smiling. And that was like, more like external tshuva. Now you have to do real tshuva through the pain, through the hurt, through the struggle of gollus, through the mm. intensity of the technology. It's also the tshuva within, you know, the greater whole of our so. Yeah, we all need to do tshuva. The whole of just... Kredi one needs to do tshuva. The Mizrahi one, yeah. everyone needs to do tshuva. It's not just a ballet tshuva, it's everybody. That's interesting, yeah. It definitely is. The ball tshuva movement is not really... Uh, I don't know numbers, but it doesn't feel like it's as popular as it was yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah. 
you know, it's like kind of uh, the movement today is the the the, the tshuva within it, the the tshuva for the uh, the religious community, the yeah. community. A lot of Balat uh, Shiva now filled up with from from birth people needing right. to do tshuva. No, I remember when we came when we first moved here. My wife wanted to sign up to go to Aish. She wanted to go to the classes there. Yeah. You know, a lot of the these the, the shurim that are there now are catered more to like yep. the mainstream chavra. So here he's saying the way you're going to do tshuva is 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 through Tehillim. Um, well, we'll get. Let's see what he says, and I'm going to add on a little bit like, based on Chazal. Lazakos tshuva. Yeah, yeah, you're right. To merit, it's it's mm-hmm. a merit. It's not something which is like vada'i going to happen if you don't. You have to merit it. You have right. to do the certain. Sure, like I mean, Moshe Benu. This is just another ingredient. Yeah. In the in the process of tshuva. So. Yeah. Moshe Benud wasn't guaranteed he was going to become the Manek of Amisur. He yeah. showed the right elements, like he, he cared about the sheep of Yisro and he looked after them, so then he ended up by the snare and had that whole revelation. If he hadn't been caring for the sheep fully, like he just let them go and said, let the wolf have that one, who cares, yeah? Like he wasn't fully like compassionate and caring for God's creation, then he wouldn't have been become the Manek, the leader. You have to be zakut. You have to do them, have the merit. You have to show the compassion and the consideration, the care for a person, like to to become that leadership position. So that that same with tshuva, you have to show that you're a vessel for it. Like it's it's not just going to come. Right. By saying tehillim, this is masugul lechuva. And the whole Indian of segula and masugul, like we have to understand. But the main thing is it makes us. Uh, Fitting like it, masugul lechuva means like. Uh, let's just see the translation here because it's, it's always. Helpful. I mean, I would say like fitting kind of thing, but it's, he says propitious. I'm not so familiar with that word. word. It's propitious. Yeah, propitious. Like it's fitting. I, I, that's how I would translate it. Um, he teaches the person sinners. What is the sinner's punishment? Yeah, so the problem is, like, if you're doing mitzvah, least a mitzvah, if you do a vera, least a vera. So you have to create a, a kli, you have, to, you have to remove some of the obstacles to be able to get to tshuva. So to heal him. Giving or indicating a good chance of success. Okay. It's, it's like masugul, it's like a segula, like it opens up the doors for that success. Yeah. You, can, you can sense what it means by the fact that we use it as loshan segula, am segula, a successful nation. Kiyesh yeah. nun. Shari Tshuva. Now this is really, really important and relevant right now for where we're at. Because there is the Nun Shari Tshuva. Now, have you heard of this concept of Nun Shari? Uh, Tuma, Nun Shari Tshuva, Nun Shari Bina. It's, uh, it's a deep uh, concept, but it's important to know. Nun Shari Tuma, right? That's, that was from the, the Yidin when they left Mitzrayim. So they hadn't gone into that yet. Right, they were at the Memtes. Yeah, they were at Memtes. I'm going to say that in a minute. We, we hadn't yet gone to such a low level... Only I feel like we're all in a state of memtes. So that I asked Sadiqim about this, Arjo Ador, and they said we're nun shari tuma, beferish. Mm-hmm. We are in the lowest level of tuma, but the good news is we have the Torah. The only reason we're allowed to be in this level of tuma is because we have the Torah that's going to get us out of it. Nice. So we are in a worse state than they were in Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. Mitzrayim, they were only memtes. We're in nun, but then that gives us the ability, as we're going to see, nun shari tuma. We're also now accessing. It's always a balance. Yeah, we're that's where like a mikvah is also important. Mikvah, tehillim. Does our mikvah have like uh, mem kabim? Mem kabim. Yes, yeah, mem. But it but it gives a certain level of connection to this concept of tikvah, mm. of hope. 
Memtes Sharim, Yochu Ko Adam Lenchanes Behem Lasigam. So Memtes Sharim, there are 49 gates, and every person is able to enter into them and to understand them. Then we're talking about now the positive side. Yeah, the 49 <laughs> gates of Tshuva. <laughs> he can enter into those gates and understand them. And what Meaning, are these Sha'aram? Those are the uh, Tshuva? Yeah, there's, apparently there's 49 gates. That, not that you and me are so familiar, but there is, for example, there's a book called Sefer called Shari Tshuva, Gates of Tshuva. Right. That right. book actually saved me from doing an Avera once. Right. Uh, can I tell you the story? You mind? It's sure, interesting. I was sitting in a park in London and I was still a fresh bad Tshuva and... An ex-girlfriend happened to be in the same park, and she was always bad news for me. Like you know, like always ended up Shem Shemena. She was like my friend. She was in my yates horror when I was trying to do tshuva. She would, and thank God, different people at different times invited me to stay away from her, and because um, there was a lot of energy between us. And um, what happened? So she was there in the park. I was in the park. I was alone, and I. Looked into, I was playing the guitar, I looked into my guitar case and I, a friend of mine, before I left to go to England, had given me the book Shai Tshuva. And I managed to mind put it into my guitar case. Open up the book and it's on this challenge about being alone in a place with a woman and a whole thing. And it was exactly that point. Wow. And it like shined to me that moment that the Shem was testing me and I passed the test by opening up that book and reading what I needed to read. And I just picked, picked up my guitar and left. And nothing happened, I didn't even say hello. It's left. Yeah. It didn't wow, create that. And that was That's crazy. That was the Shem sending me the right book, the right time Shai Tshuva to help me do Tshuva, literally. Um, so that was very obvious, yeah. But the idea that we can, these 49 gates, that you can enter into them and do Tshuva and be able to access and understand them. Yeah. So we have ability this, but once you get Ach Shah Hamishim, who Bechinas Tshuva Shah Hashem so once you get to that 50th level, this 50th gate, this is the aspect of Tshuva Shah, Shem Yisbarach, in himself, whatever that means, Kibiyachu. Yeah, not that we, he says, Loshen Kibiyachu, as if. What does it mean, as if? We really understand Hashem doing Tshuva? What does that mean? Who begins at Tshuva Shah, Hashem is, I mean, this is the Tshuva of Hashem. Yeah, I wonder this is deep. That's for him. How the, yeah, but that's such a deep kind of word, Shem doing Tshuva. Right. I, I've never seen that before, like in a Sefer. Like, that's a deep, I mean, Achim brings the deepest of deep, yeah? Wow. Yeah, I mean, you can read it in English, but it's going to help. I'm just trying to even understand yeah. how it even makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It, that, that's the point. It's Nun Shari Tshuva, Nun Shari Bina. It's the highest level beyond understanding. Ah. That is the, the point. The next kind of gives it that next. Yeah. Ki gam etzla yisbach matzinu bechines tshuva. And also, next to Kodesh Baruch we find there's an aspect of tshuva. It doesn't mean, like, you know, he's doing tshuva like we have to do tshuva. It's Hashem's tshuva is a whole other right. concept. But Kamosh Kosov, it says in the Pasuk, Malachi, yeah, Malachi remembers the last Novi, by the way. Oh, you should know that. It's important to put in context who these people are who we're reading. So right. Yermiyal, when we mentioned earlier, Yermiyal, he was like the, one of the first Novim of Horban. And it made sense what we learned from Eliyahu Novi. He was like talking about Mashiach. So there's right. like that in the first novi of, of destruction is going to give us that hope there's going to come a time a prophet Eliyahu and Yisrael, Yehuda are going to get out of this goddess. This is the last novi. That means he was the last like bye-bye from Hashem of Nevoah talking to us direct and therefore his Nevoah is very shy to our generations because he's the last one. He's like the last Rebbe before we go off on our own kind of thing. So, so this is the Malachi, the last Novi. What did he say? Shuva alai, va shuva You return to me, and I'll return to you. 
Isn't mm-hmm. that a nice concept? And this is, you can see already the Losh and Shavavim in this passage, yeah? Right. Shin, remember, what is Shavavim? It's Rosh Tevis, Shmos, Vayera, mm-hmm. Boi, Vashalach, Yisro, Mishbotim. And they add this year, because of a leap year, Taf, Tat, Chuma Tetzave, the two, two Pashas from the Mishkan and the, and the Kohen Godel. So we, because of a leap year. So it's really eight well, this weeks. This year's a... Uh... A leap year, yeah. That's it. So it's good times. Wow. That's why it's extra time for us to learn a bit more before we get to Pesach. Yeah. Which, interestingly, the next Torah is about Purim. So the the concept of Shabbat and Purim go together. So, just again, just so. Yeah. uh, Shuvalai, return to me and and I'll I'll return to you. That's what Shem says. So Shem's doing Shuvah. You hear that? That's the, the Raya. That Malachi is bringing that Shem is do is connected to the concept of tshuva himself. Kibiyachu. Right. We have to say kibiyachu because we can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Was this Shem do tshuva? Right. So it, it's it's a high concept, but one of the things we have to realize that Shem does everything for us. He we don't he doesn't need to do it for himself intrinsically. Everything he does is for us. That's that in itself is the hugest lesson. Complete selflessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah? He. He built. He created us to be a giver, in the ultimate sense, to be to to be mashpia, to give over, and that our hope is to become more godly and for us to become a mashpia, to give over. So we have Hashem gives us a wife, gives us kids, gives us a, a sphere of influence, gives us opportunity to become like Hashem on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Obviously not the gamre, but on a certain level to 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 davik to Hashem. How do we become close to Hashem by becoming more like Hashem in in our midot? Becoming a giver, Hashem Shemayim, and this is the this is a very deep concept. But you shall return to me, and I'll return to you. Right. He's Kilo doing tshuva for our sake, so that he we can do tshuva. But that's how much he loves us. He doesn't need to right. do tshuva, but he's doing it for us. Like an right, example. Like an interesting idea here. Yeah. There's fifty shari okay. Yeah. So essentially, this fifty shari sharim of We'll call it Shuva. Oh, Bina, yeah, Shuva. That, that's what's referred to, Bina? Yeah, Nunshari Bina is connected to Nunshari Shuva. It's the same concept. Bina and Shuva. It's the same. Bina and Shuva are the same Shorish. Ah, okay. Because Bina is Itim. The concept of Bina is a meter of understanding, of fixing. Yeah, it's, it's making sense of things. So Nunshari Bina is beyond understanding, just like Nunshari Shuva is beyond understanding. It's the highest right. level. But the point is, it has within it the essential. Link of right. of bina intense understanding brings it to most intense levels of tshuva. It's 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 one it's one concept in my opinion from my understanding from years of learning. It doesn't he hasn't said that here. I'm just throwing it right. in just because you've heard probably the nunshari bina concept as well. It's connected. Um, the Hashem gives us this these fifty gates of bina as well of understanding, and in the the pala is here. We don't even understand the fiftieth. That's what's so deep. Right, because Hashem's doing tshuva at that fiftieth gate. Right, but it's also like almost a um, like a finish line. Sometimes I always wonder, like, what's at the end of the road? Right, so it's like when you finish your ticket, whatever that m- might be, if that ever can be. What's I always wonder, like, what is at the end of the road? So you finish all of the Torah, you finished everything, you did your avodas Hashem, right? You're at the highest of levels, right? And, and so then what? So it says in the Gemara, Brach is Chayel al-Chayel. What are we going to do in Alam Haba after 120 and everything's to a good place? You're just going to go higher and higher, deeper and deeper. Right. 
is then infinite. It's so, infinite. Right. So that's right. There's a concept of the infinite, but I'm saying within ourselves, you know, if we're going in terms of, let's say, like there, there's a, like Tuma is not a bottomless pit, right? We can get to the bottom and then we're at our bottom. Yeah, that's why. There's concepts like in. Uh, that's probably where we're at now. There's concepts in. Uh, at the lowest point. In recovery, right? So in people who are. Yeah, hit rock bottom. Hit rock bottom. And you have to let them do that. And you have to let them do you, that. That is actually the best thing you can do, is not yeah. enable them to carry on this addiction, right. but to let them hit rock bottom. That and is. And there's another concept like within that where they say, how do you know, like, how do you know when you reach your bottom, right? So how, how do I know when I'm at that men? Charitama or the nun charitama. Yeah. Uh, and the answer is your nun charitama is when you stop digging. <laughs> Great. And the only way out is up right. to Hashem to, to allow a higher power help you out of it. And then it's almost like at the end of the road. Which is what we have to do now. We have to let Hashem save us. That nun yeah. share bina, Hashem says, by the way, the, the finish line, that last, you know, 10 yards till you get into the end zone. Yeah. Is a American football reference. I, I got it. It's like, this, this, this is my job. Yeah. Like, this, this is at that point, I take over and I do the last 10, 10 you know. Yeah, so Hashem, you concept. return to Hashem and I'll return to you. You're right. right. That's exactly understanding this pasuk. It right. really is, Hashem, we need Hashem to return to us. Because we're returning to Him. But it, the problem is, I did tshuva. I literally changed my life. I was living a secular life completely, right. and I gave up like a secular uh, lifestyle. And it's not like I joined a cult or anything. I definitely didn't. I I took on the all of Torah and I try to understand halacha and I try to connect to Hashem direct with 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 and guidance from the rabbonim. But the bottom line is like there's only so much I could do. I need Hashem to return to me. I come right. at, I'm at that point right now, literally. I would be honest with you, as a, on a personal, I don't care if people hear it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, um, not afraid of people hearing my journey. If I feel right now we're at a point, almost breaking point, as a family that we need Hashem now to come and, and take us to the next stage. Mm. Like we've done everything we can, as as a family, as individuals. Like my son right now, and as the only ways to get through is with completely with Hashem's help. Mm. He's he's trained. He's done all he can, but he's in a place. Well, you right. need completely Hashem to save you, yeah. Which and I like, feel that as a family, right? Like I'm totally dependent on Hashem. Panasa, it doesn't matter what ishtadas I do; it's only from Hashem. Like right. it doesn't make a difference. I've got a business, so what? Yeah, business, business. It's all Hashem. He's gonna put money into it, no money into it. He's gonna put money from somewhere else. It's all Hashem. And I, I'm at that point. Shalom bias, finding a new home that we're more happy in. All Hashem. I, the, all the scenarios to live in Eretz Yisrael. I need Hashem to help me live in this country. I can't do it myself. It's beyond right. me. I can't man, manage the way the finances are here and everything else is beyond me. It's, it's too challenging. So I need Hashem to help me. I'm not, I'm not saying everyone's in that position, for me personally. So I right. need Hashem to help me in every single one of these things. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying that to Hashem. My wife and I, we talk about it all the time. We need Hashem. We, we, get, we, we talk through our challenges and we say the only answer is Hashem is going to help us because we do not have any more now. We've done everything. We've given everything as parents, as in, Shalom Bias, as individuals in Israel, as trying to be involved in the Jewish community. We've done everything we can do. Right. Yeah, I reach out to people day after day after day. Only Hashem is the one who's going to make it work. It's only Hashem. Mm. And it's, it's very humbling. That's also an Indian in, in Israel, by the way. Yeah. 
I find that uh, in America... Well, you feel like you're running it. Your America is like... The, the, what's like a, America... This isn't a... a, 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 a uh, I'm to say like something bad about the people of America, right? Sure. Like my Rebbe lives in America. Sure, sure. And I hold my Rebbe to be the... the to me, he's like he told me to jump off a bridge. I jump off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I think though that that the gullus of America is is that is that in Israel in Eretz Yisrael, like you have no choice. Someone told me this before moving here. He's like the only currency that's important in Eretz Yisrael is the currency of Amuna. He's like no one, nothing, no other currency matters. It's true. He's like it's the only currency that's going to get you through your days. It's true. Um, because I remember he, this guy lives in lives in Tekoa. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, aren't you nervous, Tekoa? And he was yeah. like, he's like, you don't live with that type of fear. He's like, your, yeah. your currency is a Muna. And so, and yeah, that, America, that's what's getting me. That. Without, when, when I'm weak in a Muna, that's when I'm falling here. It's literally the only way to, to go up here is a Muna. Right, you have no other choice. It's and like that, that's, that's what Hashem's saying. Return to me and I'll return to you. It's a relationship. Right. It, it's that's how intense it is. You're having a real relationship with a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's not like, uh, right. you know, today I don't feel like it. You know, right. uh, it's New Year's to last night. I'm gonna just go to Las Vegas and party, and I'll come back to Hashem. No, there was no party. We were getting missiles thrown at us. Yeah? Right. We're returning to Hashem. There's no, there's no way out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yesterday. I went with my wife to a shiva. Yeah. Of a parents, very young couple. Who's seven-month-year-old kid? Like just one morning or one day, I just didn't wake up, and I'm just healthy kid, and just didn't wake up. No. And this couple, they no, just, no. you just see them. They're just like in Harnot, and they are like the Amuna. It's like uh, it's they have no other choice right now, and these people are like Giborim, as Rabbi Shlomo would say. They're just like yeah. Like I looked at them and I was like, "How are you guys just it's even?" I think this is literally what we're learning here is to that fiftieth level. It makes no sense. Right. It makes no sense what the what people are doing right now, the reactions to things happening in their life. That lady who got up, I hadn't watched the whole video, but talking about her husband, and and you know she went through this availus and. The Muna they're talking with, it's from this 50th level. It makes right. no sense. It's beyond. I also, I also wonder if it's like so linear too. Right? Sometimes you think about like the Memshari, the Nunshari Tema, and now the Nunshari Bina. And it's almost like I, I wonder if like this, this idea of you have to be there, you have to go through it one, two, three, four, five, or it's like, no, you can get to Nunshari Tema. There's a, you, know, you know, the game shoots and ladders. Yeah. You can like. Just take a ladder and you go from the top of the board to the I bottom. I think Shiva is connected to that very and much. It's the same idea, I think. Is that like you don't have? Because I didn't grow up with Yiddishkeit, so how did right. I get to where I'm at right now? Because Hashem wow. took me to a higher level. Not that I'm on a big level. Like I've met all those robotim I mentioned before, but like I, on my level, I, I went from very, you know, like I go example. Let's just a practical thing. Growing up, you think masturbation is something good to do. Yeah, right. Healthy, they say. Health factors. Hooking up with girls, you're James Bond. You know, that's right. the goal. Yeah, Playboy. Yeah. Right. Now you start doing tshuva, and I did this even before I was keeping Torah mitzvahs. I started to stop masturbating, and I stopped hooking up with girls. I even told girls who were trying to hook up with me that I'm, unless it's going to go to the next level of like serious relation, marriage, I can't do anything. And I did that in university. Even like, I don't know where it was coming from. I just suddenly felt there needs to be the real thing or nothing. Yeah. And where does that come from? A secular person. I never got educated that that's the mindset. 
never came in. Maybe I saw it from my parents that they were they were loyal to each other, married. So I at least had them as role models. But I didn't have like around me that role model. So why was I talking that way to girls? Like literally, they would come into my room and say, "No, unless you want to go to the next level of suicide, I'm not interested." And they would be insulted, like I'm rejecting them. But really, it was because right. I wanted the real thing. And the real thing was my soulmate, which I not that long later came to yeshiva in Israel and found it. But that serious, like Watson, it was that jumping up, like you said, it's like it was a ladder that took me to a higher place. And it came from the neshama, it came from right. Hashem. Hashem returned to me, I returned to him, he returned to me. It was like this very fast-moving experience of return, right. of tshuva. And it, it, just not, it, wasn't step, it wasn't by step. Now there is going to be, this is according to the Arizo, there's going to be this big godless reason where Hashem reveals himself to you and takes you very high, very quick. Uh-huh. Now what's the next step? Now you have to go back to what you were saying before, building step by step. Right. Now you have to go back and rebuild everything before that properly. Hmm. And that's, Gadla, that's called Katla Shani. And then you get to Katla Shani where you've made your own acquisition, where now it's no longer only Hashem taking you up there, you've, you've acquired these steps. Hmm. But once you get to the 50th again, it's, it's, the truth is that you're, it's all Hashem. It's all, it's all a gift. It's all Matana. So that, that's the 50th level. That, and that's Hashem returning to us. Now this is another very powerful concept. How many letters are there in the 12 tribes? So Rabbi Nachman is telling us that the 49th gate of Tshuva is the aspect of the 49 letters that are in the names of the 12 tribes. And he doesn't just call them the 12 tribes, he calls them the, the tribes of God. Right. And remember, we learn in like a, Shvatim is in the Reuven Shimon. Yes, the twelve tribes: Reuven, Shimon, Levi, um, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulin, uh, and, and the other six. Yeah, uh, Gad, Osher, Naphtali, you know, etc. Binyamin, Menashe, Ephraim, all the different tribes. Yeah. So those twelve tribes, if you take all those letters of names, are the Shiftei Ka. Now the Yud and the K is the shame of the Shechina. And the Yud K we see in Parshas B'mid, B'sefer B'midbar, again and again, when it lists the tribes, when it's numbering the tribes, it always brings a Yud and a K before and after the names of the tribes, or of the leaders of the tribes, to show you the Shekhinahs with Am Yisrael. This is a concept, it's called the Shifte Ka. It's, it's not just a whatever tribes, right. it's, it's the God's, tribes of God. It's the godly tribes. And in every Shah there is an, a letter from the 49 letters of the Shvatim, of the tribes. And behold, everyone who wants to fear your name, everyone who wants to fear your name, so he's saying that it's basically it's open to everyone, this, this, these right. gates of tshuva, because there's a letter from everyone of the 12 tribes, and we all come from the 12 tribes, so our root is in the same root of the 12 tribes. So right. anyone who wants can connect. So what that's the chesed of Hashem, that he connected the 12 tribes, it's very deep, he connected all the letters of the 12 tribes into the sharim to teach you that every person has a portion in these sharim, in these gates of tshuva. Right. So we're all part of these gates of tshuva, intrinsic to us. And anyone who's Yerushalmi who wants can connect to your name, to the, to these to this level of of uh, of tshuva. 
Even though not everyone zoche to do tshuva, because there are people that there is no awakening at all to tshuva. Yeah, I don't know if you met these guys, but like, you know, yeah. like stuck in their ways. Yeah. And even those who there is to them to wake up and do tshuva, they still not might, even if they're suddenly waking up to tshuva, right. they might not reach to that letter. That letter that, that's in the shah of tshuva that's connected to them. So, yeah. so apparently we have some letter that our tribe, our shoresh, is connected to in that gate of tshuva. Right. Well, yeah, tshuva, if you think about it, is, is really a schus, right? Because if we, if we go back to it, the ultimate teshuva, right, is the shuva elayve, shuva aleichem. That's a schus, right? Because the, that's that's the shuva of, of of Hashem. And so, if ultimately at the end of the road, that that's the that's almost like the that's the finish line, right? So every 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 form of teshuva has that root in it, right? In every beginning, you have an end, right? And so. You know, I imagine that, like, you, you find that, like, right, there, there are people who get stuck in their ways. Like, I'm... But they're not even trying to do tshuva, right. based on this. There's some people not trying to do tshuva, and then there are people that are doing tshuva and getting stuck. Right. Because they, they, they don't know this segula that we just learned about, that Tehillim is going to open up this sharim. We're going to read that in a second. Hmm. And we're, we're going to explain it a little bit more why let's just before we finish today let's try get to this uh we've got another four minutes let's try get to this point um because it's going to help us understand this whole Torah. those people don't he does wake up to do tshuva uh, but he's not zochet to get to the os the letter that's the shah of tshuva shaykhlo that's connected to him even if he gets to there, so say you're in that place now, you're in that os, you're in that realm, that world of understanding, you've learned the Torah, you've done the effort, but you, the gate's closed, it's not opening to you. Right. Yeah, God forbid. And from this we see not everyone is like you said, it's a merit. And here we go, Rabbi Nachman's going to help us now, and all the Siddiquim that encouraged to say to him, yeah, that by saying to him, even those who know they have no Soros Tachuva, they're just doing it because, you know, everyone right now is saying to him because of the war or whatever. Yeah. He's going to wake up and want to do Tchuva, just power of Tilim. And through that Tilim, He's going to reach that shah in the os, shayachlo, that, that, that level that's shayach to him, lift toach and to open up the shah. Yeah? Just by saying tilim. The, the, the power of tilim is going to help us. Now, where does that power come from? So I'm just going to say a little bit of chazal, and, and uh, before we, I don't know if we'll go any further now. How, are we going to, how does it have that power? Who created tilim? Yeah? We know it's from Yeah, so tilim is a, a, a collaboration of all different times in history. Like Adam Arishan's right. got a Tehillim, Mashabena's got 11 Psalms, from Psalm Sadi 90 till 91, and there's the sons of Asaf, and then all different, you know, Tzadikim and times in history. Yaakovinas was a Shea Malas, 
it's a it's a collaboration of all the different uh, what David Melach did was through Ruach Hakodesh and through his kino and through his tshuva and through his avoda he brought together all these parts of of psalms all these songs he was more and woke them up and uh-huh. organized it in a in 150 psalms yeah yeah so that he was masada this tehillim which all interestingly it's the ticking of tehillim of the missiles is tehillim yeah what do you mean but it has the same very similar shorish to Hillim and Tillim. The missiles is Tillim. Oh, missiles? Yeah, missiles. These missiles are hitting us. Right, what are tillim. they called? Tillim. Oh, Tillim. Yeah. What's it tough? Yeah, same, same letters as with a Yud and a wow. H change. I never knew that. Tillim. Yeah. So the idea that the missiles are hitting us, so we, with Tillim, we, we bring them down. But the concept is that. The Tehillim, I mean, Dominic, and Rabbi Nachman is going to talk again and again about this because remember he has a ticking cloud. He has a lot of times where he talks about Tehillim. But the, the, the point with Dominic Melech is, and remember, Rabbi Nachman is a descendant from Dominic Melech. So he has in it this, that awe of Dominic Melech very much. We all have it, but he has it in the most revealed level. He's still discussing it here. That Dominic Melech had a situation, and the Gemara talks about it, where he, he was supposedly sinned with, with Batsheva. Right. He sent Uriah off. To war, or he was killed, and he was able to be with Bathsheba. So that was supposed sin. It looks to us like a sin. The Gemara says it wasn't really a sin. It was only in order to teach us tshuva. Just like we said before, that Hashem comes in a way like to do tshuva with us, to help us do tshuva. He comes to do tshuva. So David and Melech on his level never really sinned. Yeah, right. He's a sadik. He had no, he's killed his yetsahor, but he came down to our level for us to have tshuva. And how did he manifest his tshuva? So it says in the Gemara, this is Chazal, this isn't Kabbalah. This is Chazal in the Gemara, says that he wrote Sefer Tehillim. When he wrote Sefer Tehillim, that taught Amisol for all the generations how to do tshuva. Interesting. So Hashem created a scenario that he would be able to help us do tshuva. So Tehillim helps us find that letter and break through the Shah of our letter, Shaykhlo, the letter that's connected to our essence so that we can do tshuva. Good morning. Good morning. And that's, that's the Koch of Tillim. You didn't have the class today, Peter? I mean... Uh, it's always I, upstairs, not here anymore. Hasn't been here for years, yeah. Oh, for months, excuse me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so the idea of Tehillim awakens up the, the source of Tshuva. Yeah, that, that's, that's our power. Mm. And... Uh, Do we know how? Like, what's that even, how that even works? Like, what's the whole... So he process. says here, he says, It awakened him to do tshuva. It will bring him to that letter that shaykhlo, to open up that gate. And we'll find that through tehillim, he will do tshuva. So obviously there's something in the tehillim, the life right. story of David and Melech has in it and all the different collaborations hasn't it such a power of tshuva he put into it that it wakens up that letter of char? It has mm. acts gives us access to that shah that we wouldn't have otherwise. It's like a code within the tehillim. So I've always found tehillim to be very like, very like, uh, a un- very unsatisfying experience for me. Yeah. Or an unmoving experience. I have more. Ex- for me, like I always found like let's say his spode to this to be very. Uh, a lot more connecting, you know. So I remember, like, I went to, uh, I was in Uman. It's like saying to Hillam, even saying like Tikkun Klali, like it was very an abs- It was like a very abstract experience. Like I didn't even very hard. Like I 
trying to feel like, what am I even saying? Like, uh, some of the Tehillim, you know, so you say, a good Tehillim, like, you know, it's like, you know, the Mizmah of David, yeah. um, you know, Shem like, so, so that's, that's a Tehillim, like, that's, that's capital, yeah. I think. I grew up saying that in the church. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Lord is, <laughs> I the, did. the Lord is my shepherd, I remember reading right? it as a kid in church, because I, I know that I went to church, but my, when the schools I was in were very Christian, so they took us to church. I remember reading that psalm in right. English. Right, that one is, that they say that one in church. Yeah, it's the like, Lord the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. I grew right, up the Lord saying, is my shepherd. I was like, wait a minute, that. I've said that when I did Juba, I was like, I said that in church. Right. Oh yeah, yeah they got from us. Yeah. Love the mouth even over there. Yeah. So, but the point is, that though the ones you connect with probably because you really deeply connect, the, 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 the issue is that when we're saying it, we're not, we're not allowing our hearts. So my wife, she's been saying to him for years, and she says sometimes finishes the whole thing every week, week after week after week. And she says she goes on these journeys through Tillim. Yeah. It's like healing her, and it brings, it's brought us Yeshua, I've seen, it's brought us salvations. Tehillim is huge. I know the Chabad Rebbe was very big every right, day yeah. to do a little bit of Tehillim, finish it every month. It's a big, big Segula, big Koyach. And we're learning about it, we're gonna learn more about it. We're gonna see it's even in Sefer Shmos. It's hmm. even hinted to in Sefer Shmos, the beginning of the first passage. We're going to see how fundamental that this time of Shabbat, which is a time of Tshuva, Tehillim is. Hmm. We're going to see it more and more. And now, hopefully, what we learn about it, the more we'll open up our hearts to the power of Tehillim, the more we'll connect to it. We have to ask Hashem to help us connect to these things. Because if it's such a big thing, right. then we need to ask Hashem to help us connect. If we're having trouble connecting, like he's saying, it's like the gate's closed. Right. We have to ask Hashem, open my heart to this. Open my soul to, to do true tshuva and that comes together with Tehillim. And Tehillim will help me open up my heart and I want to be able to connect. I want to connect to Tehillim. I have to ask Hashem to help me connect to the Tehillim of David and Melech and to be able to connect. And this is part of the derech of, the, of Rabbi Nachman. Through tefillah, you can come to everything. The power of tefillah can bring you to every level of Yerushkai. Anything that's blocking you, you can... You can you can ask Hashem, and Hashem, like we said, that I will return to you, Hashem, Hashem, you'll return to me. You'll open up all the gsharim, all the gates, all the obstacles. And now this is what we're learning, this to help us and come connect more to Yiddishkai in a real way. Not make us crazy, make us more connected. So we're more connected to Hashem, so it's more real. Right. And I think that, that we can stop on that point. All right, yeah, I gotta throw my kiss. It was a good tour, no? So I'm sorry I didn't go according to Aleph Base Gimel, but this one just reached out to me. Oh, right. So we are holding in an important Torah, which is connected to the time we're in, and in the end, what's so important is we'll take out this the cheshivas of saying Tehillim. You know the importance of saying Tehillim. Hopefully, it will strengthen our Tehillim, and uh, the that in itself makes this whole Torah worthwhile learning because one of the most important things by Siddiquim is Das. Is it should affect our heart level, it should affect our actions. When you open up Tilim after learning this whole Torah and maybe going over it a few times in your mind and your heart and praying on it, that you should have a different experience when you're saying Tilim. That's that's the look, we're not looking for like, you know, lights and sparkles, you know, that's not Yiddishkeit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's all these people like they want to feel something, you know, like it's a very feely, touchy generation, yeah? Mm -hmm. But that's that's not the point. The point is that it should be more meaningful and uh, we should connect more 
to the words and be pole Yeshua's. We want to have more Yeshua's. We need Yeshua's. We need soldiers' lives to be saved. We need more Yeshua Das, more happiness, more fulfillment as a person. There's a lot. There's a lot of things to done for, and that's the real point. That Tehillim helped David Melech most importantly teach us how to do tshuva, and uh, tshuva is really where it's at. You know, this is this is especially during Shabbatim, especially on a Monday morning when most people are, you know, waking up with cranky Monday morning blues back to the week, and uh -huh. we're we're learning Lukut Maran, Tanyanya, Torah Ayn Gimel. We already started it, and we we came across this really important pasuk from Malachi. I said he's the last of the Nevi'im, so when someone's the last of the Navi or the last Shofar or the last of the Anshe Knesset whatever the last person, the last Shliach for Am Yisrael is. They're the ones for all the doors. That's a cloud that's brought down from Sodom. Shuvah alai b'shuvah aleichem. Think about this pasuk. It probably would help our generation. Return to me and I'll return to you. Yeah, which is shovavim is really has within it. Shuv, hasn't it? The, the language of shuvah bonim shovavim. Hasn't it? The concept of tshuva. So this whole time period is connected to this pasuk. And this time period is only Megale in the last few hundred years. So I think the base Joseph was one of the first to write about it, and that was in the 1600s, so... Well, what, the, this concept that Nachman's teaching, or just in general? General concept of Shuvah, yeah, this concept of Shavavim. He, he, he does, the truth is, Nachman doesn't really, I mean, I think he mentions it somewhere, but th this is where it becomes Lamaisa, because it's all about Shuvah and Tehillim, which is, this is the time of year, and it comes out, say for Shmos, is when he, he learns this out from. You'll see later on, we're gonna hope, maybe we'll get there today, we'll see. Without any pressure, we'll see if we can try to get there. Uh, it looks like it's quite far away. We'll see. We'll try. Okay, let's learn. So let's just summarize the main points of what we got yesterday. That um, so we not only did we have the idea that Tinam is Musugul Lechuva. It's what was the word we got in English? Propitious or something? Propitious. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It helps. Yeah, <laughs> more successful at yes, doing tshuva in the power of Tilim. Um The Memtes Sharim we learned is connected to the Memtes Osius from the Shifte Kar. Yeah. So every Os is a Shah and everyone wants to enter into those Shahs. Each person is going to try to go through their Shah, their gate to tshuva. The problem is, one, a lot of people don't even want to go there. Two, even if you want to go into the Shah, you're going to, it's going to be blocked, it's going to be closed. How are you going to open up that gate is to waken yourself with Shuvah. How are you going to waken yourself up with Shuvah? Through Tehillim. And through Tehillim, then you have the, the ability to go through the gate that's connected to you. Yeah, like Yushalayim is a place of Sharim. If you ever looked at it, Meir Sharim, or however you look at it, mm -hmm. on the outside, there's gates. There's Shah Itzion, there's Shah Yafa, there's Shah Ashba, there's all these different Sharim. So we have to open up the gates, Yushalayim, Yishtach, you know, it's a good song from Chaim David, you remember that song? I Maybe I'm too old. Open up your gates, Yushalayim, open up, something like that. I remember the uh, other one. It's a bit of an old song. I used to sing that at university, 1998, yeah. Open, open up the gates of heaven. There we go, that's Yushalayim, that's also good. Yeah. Now... <laughs> We're going to go to the words we got to this page. Zebachinas, and this is <laughs> how you begin. Very nachem bechinas. Shmuel. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. That time of year. 
Yeah, the Shmuel base. Pasuk Kaf Gimel, Nuam HaGever. Hokab Al. Let me understand how to translate that word Nuam. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If you what is the... Uh... Nuam. I don't know, what, what does it translate here? The anointed of God, of Yaakov, and sweet singer of Israel. It doesn't seem like it uh, really translates it. These are... This is the meaning of the words of the, the man, man who is established. The man who is established. Nuam. Who was established on high. I don't know. Om Hagever. Doesn't really Ho-ho-ho. translate it. It's one of those words. The I words. Only Tanakh. I never really got it. Okay. It's an old, old word. I'm sure it has very deep meanings. But It uh, says the word. Yeah, the words. The words. King David said he was established and high night, appointed by God to be the king of the Jewish people. He's also called the sweet singer. We just mentioned it before. On his having compiled songs of, of, of Shevach to Hashem. The books of Tehillim, which are the songs of praise sung in the temple service. Rashi Masudah Zadovid. So it's, that's a Befeirish uh, to Mepharshim on Tehillim. Nosson adds that the reasons King's words are so efficacious. Wow, this is like too academic for me. Yeah. Is that is the key to drawing close to God is constantly praising him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not such an academic person. Articulating the words of Tehillim, therefore, enables one to repent. That's the point. Either way, just by saying Tehillim, yeah, let's say in, in our in language, Adam Pasha, yeah, simple yeah. language, which is more my style, we have to talk the, gen- the language of the generation, not like 50 years ago in some university right. um, or some English textbook. We have to, we have to realize that saying Tehillim, Zogin Tehillim, as I say in Yiddish, that that zoga. We have to say tilim, that'll bring us to tshuva. Says Vaita Rabbi Nachman, Doshenu Dosh of Rabbisenu Zachon Labrocha, a holy Chazal say Shahakim Allah Shotuva. Yeah, that the idea of establishing of establishment of tshuva is a Gemara among cotton. Zion, Ahmed Base, which the whole safe is a lot to do with that whole part of Chashas is a lot to do with mourning, uh, the Hilachas of mourning, as well as, as Cholamoyed, that's the Moed Cotton. He established Ula, the benefit of repentance, says the translation. I don't know why I keep reading these translations, I'm not really getting much out of it. Noam Zmiris Yisrael. This is a famous you know, concept that yeah, David Melech is a sweet singer of Yisrael. Right. The main point is that we get out from the sweet singing of Yisrael that he established Tehillim. That's what we care about. Like, you know, Kalakavod, you know, Avon Free, the great singer and all that, the Havdil. But the main point for Klai Yisrael is we came out with a Sefer Tehillim. That's, so that's what we need. Why calling him the Natam Zemiras Yisrael? He was a sweet singer of Yisrael. To, to teach us Sefer Tehillim was established by him. Oh, the Lashon of Noim's mirror, sweet Yisrael, sweet singer of Yisrael. Well, pleasant, it also could be pleasant singer of Yisrael. You translate a few different words. Um, The main point is that it was, Tehillim was connected to Dabna Melech, Dabna Melech was there to teach us to do tshuva. But but he has the spark within him of Mashiach, he's the one who's carrying it. And Mashiach is going to help ultimately bring us all to to tshuva shlema, all of us. Not just tshuva, but tshuva shleimah, complete, right. complete tshuva, complete 
fixing of everything. Yeah, the world talks about tikkun olam. They want to get to tikkun olam. Stop talking about you know fixing up the trees or something. Right. We have to fix up ourselves. We're the microcosm right. of the whole world. You want a good world? We have to become close. Fix up the ocean. Yeah, we have to fix up our hearts. That's what's going to bring. The, people won't ruin the environment if they're Siddiquim. Yeah? Right. It's all these with Shoyim ruining the environment. All these people that couldn't care less about anybody except themselves. Right. Or the people that are so worried about the environment aren't worried about anything else. Yeah. I mean, like that Greta, Machshamov, she's screaming pro, pro Palestinian, pro Hamas. She's like, well, you're pro rape and murder, but not pro like some using a car, getting from A to B, like right. using petrol, like, you know, Khonan Nefesh. Anyway, Shem Shemayim, these kind of Chonon Nefesh people. It says in David David not suited for his deeds. How is to teach individuals? So this is really important. That teaching Tshuva to every individual is really where it's at. Like that's that's what we're doing together. Like we, we both need to tshuva, I'm sure. And everyone, whoever, any time. Like any, I got went to Bnei Kiva yesterday to teach a class. Around twenty boys came on first of January. Pretty impressive, yeah. Turn out. One of the reasons was because they weren't allowed to go out that night. Um, oh. But secondly, it's credit to these guys that they they uh, managed to get up at ten in the morning and be there in the, in the base midrash and ready to learn. And mm-hmm. it was a schuss for them and schuss for me that I had somebody to teach. And the whole point is to teach us to do tshuva. So I can't come and start quoting maybe Nachman to these guys. It would be like too much for them. It would be like, this guy's burning us, yeah? Right. I remember once I, I, when I first started teaching in a place called Shari Yishalayim, and I started with Misalat Sharanai, Musa Swarim, yeah? Right. And the guys all started having stomach aches. Yeah. I was sitting there teaching it because it was like, oh, Rabbi, you're like killing me. You know, like they, all, they, all, they literally got, it's like manifesting physically in front of me. And they all had to run away, yeah? Huh. And I was like, well, I'm not so good at this. Because if you burn them, they're just going to run away. You have to bring it into words that they will help that individual to tshuva. That's the poem that we're saying right. here. That is the power of Tehillim and the power of Dovla Melech is he was talking to the individual. He wasn't talking only to the cloud. That's, that's a tremendous koyach because to be able to help the, each prat, each part of individual Israel find their path of tshuva, that is like that's Mashiach. That, that now we understand. I mean, he has such a kach through Tehillim, through writing something down, so, songs. He can more tshuva and klaiso for all the generations. That's such a power. Think about it. Like you know, like the, it means that you literally are the ultimate cure of Rabbi because you you're implanting these psalms, these these words, these sweet songs into klaiso, and you're helping right. them come back to Hashem. It's a tremendous thing. You have to think about that a little bit. Like, um, we all need to be doing this nowadays. Like, I know they say the tshuva movement isn't like what it was, but like we said, Kirib Krovim, we have to all, all come close to Hashem. Nimsa, Horas, Tshuva, We find that the main teachings of tshuva is through Dovin and Menach. Ikha Tshuva should. Oh, he skipped ahead. Okay. So he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, I mean, he's not, he's not really about tshuva. That would be a mistake. Reuven's about tshuva. The, the, from Shevet Reuven. He, he's about tshuva. He's the famous about tshuva, first about tshuva. David Amalek, I wouldn't call him about tshuva. I call, he was a sadik who was teaching us how to do tshuva. It was a horas, mean. Teach. Ah, the Ikah horas. Yeah. Okay, that's tshuva. Yeah, horah. Like Torah and horah, it's connected teachings. Yeah, there, there's a similar shorish there. Um, 
The main tube of Dovid Amalek is Sefer Tilim. Still hasn't worked how, explained yet how that works. Well, that's the part I never understood is, is it like just Stam? You just say the Hillam, you don't know what you're saying, you don't have the Kavanas, and it just has a, a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, where it has a, a Rosham on you. Yeah, very good. That's a good good way of explaining it. It has a Rosham, like people who zog the Zorah Kodesh. They say the Zorah Swanim have an Indian, and I used to do it also. Not that I'm such a sadic, but I used to learn a lot of Zorah Kodesh, and I don't time didn't know what was going on. I did know, didn't know. And thank God Daniel, Daniel first translated it and made it more accessible. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, yeah. you go through the Zohar and it has a Roshim on you, it has a Koyach to bring, to bring right. Kedusha to you. Now, a lot of Litvaks, like Yeshiva people, will be like, if you're not learning it properly and you're not be, you know, there's no Havana, then you're wasting your time. That's, that's a certain like Shita, yeah? There's different Shitas about Kedusha as well. And a Sfadi Shita Samuna would be, no, it has a Koyach. Right. You know, they say Shur Shem every Erev Shabbos. By this point, they probably know what they're saying because I've been saying it the whole life, Erev Shabbos, the ones who do it. So those guys, they, they're really saying Shur Shem. I mean, it's the most beautiful love song in history, yeah? Lahavdil, yeah? It's, it's the most beautiful connection point. And the point is, the more you connect to it, the more you say it, the more you awaken it. Obviously, you know, we're, we're 2023, 24 in the Shamas. Yeah, we're now 2024. Can you believe it? 5784. We are intellectually in a different place than our previous generations ever were. We've been exposed to wisdom and knowledge that no other generation other than maybe like, you know, the Day and the Midbar had. We have access to all kinds of wisdom. And so therefore we do need to make sure that our minds are stimulated. We can't pretend what we're not. Yeah, there are people who don't care. Like I was just listening to an interview like David Goggins. I know Lahavdil, we're talking about David Amalek, and then we're talking about David Goggins, not really connected, but okay. he, he's a proper like nutcase like in his lifestyle. Like I don't know if he really is. He's, he's, he doesn't like it that people think he's crazy. He just, what he, what he does is he just, he's like an example of someone in the motivational space who is the most like Swadi you can imagine, like most simple-minded in his approach. It's all about fighting the demon inside and nothing else. How I do it, why I do it, I just know this works. Yeah? No like Kochmitz in his avoda, like of, of running and exercise and right. becoming a Navy SEAL. And he doesn't care about the mechanism. So he was on a podcast yesterday of, of um, this guy called Huber, Dr. Huber, whatever his name is. Everyone's very into him these days. Oh, Huberman. Huberman, sorry. I don't know why I got his name wrong. Dr. Huberman. So he's very popular. Thank you for correcting me. Huberman is, I mean, I have so many people I know always talking about him nowadays. I was very, I'm very impressed with his way of doing, you know, being a, a doctor and teaching it. He's very, like, you know, humble and connectable. Like, he is universal in, in his way of saying over stuff. And he was talking to David Goggins. It's interesting watching someone who's so knowledgeable talking to someone who doesn't want to be knowledgeable, just wants to do, yeah? And, and at the same time, he is trying to be knowledgeable. This David Goggins is trying to educate himself, but it's always without this sort of needing to rationalize it and understand it. It's, it's a very like simple approach to everything. And, you know, I, in a way we can all learn from it on a certain level because we all have that, those demons inside of us. And yeah. at the same time, what Dr. Humburn explained to him, which he didn't know, is that you actually have parts of your brain that grow the more you do things out of your comfort zone, the more you do things you don't want to do. 
That's a tremendous power. Yeah, that just happens to be a conversation I listened to yesterday. Why am I connecting it here? Because David, David Melech, one of the things, if you look at Psalms, he's constantly facing difficulties and things you, that most of Christ would want to just stay away from. Yeah. Like he's facing his son who's rebelled against him. He's facing his colleagues who have rebelled against him. He's constantly dealing with opposition by the non-Jewish world. You know, for me, one of the most important psalms I ever came across on a personal level was Lamed David. It's, it's Psalm Tehillim Lamed David, yeah, 34. Which one's that? We say it Shabbos Day, yeah. We say it every Shabbos Day. It goes through the Aleph base, yeah. The fam- there's some famous pasukim over there. Ah, Mir Chofetz okay. Chaim, yeah, a lot of it's Tov. Yeah, no, it's a Lashana, you know, that whole one, yes? Yeah. It begins with the Aleph base. So it's, where's it based? From what I remember, when I, when I learned it, it's based, but Dominic Melech was by the non-Jewish king over there, and he pretended to be crazy, and uh, that saved him, yeah? So I was reading this in a, in a reform sitter that I had when I was on, on the beach in university. I mistakenly trying to keep Shabbos, I mean, that was a good part, but I was mistakenly carrying the book on Shabbos and brought it down to the beach. I didn't know about Arab and things like that. And I didn't really know much about anything. So I was reading this reformed Siddha Psalms trying to pray. And I and this guy came out of nowhere. He was like an Elianovi kind of guy. Came out of nowhere and started speaking to me on this beach. And as the sun was setting, and he said to me, interesting, everything he talked about, whether he meant it or not, whether he was Elianovi or not, I don't know. But Elianovi spoke through him because everything he spoke about is what I needed to hear at that time to give me the strength to make that decision to come to Israel. Like he literally answered up through talking about his life, which has nothing to do with my life, but it just somehow answered up all my issues about being, having the strength and the courage to travel, to leave my home and all the stuff I needed to, to, to sort of think about and do. And then I said to him, look, I'm trying to read these Psalms and I don't know anything from anything. He said to me, within six months, you'll be able to read Hebrew and you'll understand it all. And I did, I, you know, not completely, but I was already in yeshiva by six months later and I was learning already. Mm. And like, it was a certain moment, like, when my life changed. And it was that Tehillim I was looking at, Tehillim Lamed Dalet, and with the Aleph bass and David Amalek going crazy. And it was like, it showed me that all the obstacles that David Amalek went through were opening up my journey at that time as well. Like it was his Psalms, his journey of tshuva and and elevating everything that he had to deal with through, to Hashem, that was helping me do tshuva. And it was literally that moment. That, that was that was the point that my life changed. And I, I always, when I get to that Tehillim, I always remind myself, you know, like I was sitting on a beach, clueless, didn't know about Shabbos, long hair, didn't know about you going to Shiva. My whole life could have been a different path. And it was just a matter of just getting that light of tshuva come to you and to believe that you can do this. So David Melech gives us that chizuk. He was, imagine, he's by himself with this king who wants to kill him, yeah? The enemy. He's with the Plishtim king. They're, they're the worst enemies. And he somehow gets him, keeps himself alive over there by pretending to be crazy, yeah? Like, we can't understand. And this is just one of many, many stories to go through his life. Right. It's not an easy life. So he, David Melech, in Save Tehillim, and that's why I brought up this David Goggins, like he's teaching the world that it doesn't have to be easy. It's not about easy. It's not about comfort. It's about finding the, the voices within. That's, and we all need to do that. And that Dovin Amalek gives us the tools. That's, imagine if this guy would, I mean, I think he does believe in God, but imagine if like, uh, the world would have more connection to this light of tshuva, th- that would help them with all these struggles that they're dealing with. And I miss our need to be that representative, not, you know, fressing and living it up, you know, avoiding things, you know, having a nice program and forgetting about 
what they're here for. We, we can't do that. That's not our job to just party and enjoy. I said to the guys, you want to party? First accomplish something, then you can party. I said to the guys, let's go through the next eight weeks of show with him, get something accomplished, and then we've got Purim to celebrate. Let's get this wall sorted out and we can celebrate the victory of destroying Hamas. Let's accomplish something first before we party. Uh-huh. Not just party for the sake of party. And we say and we wake up in a great way this Ruach HaKodesh. So this, you, you, ask, you asked a very good question. How are you going to find it in Tehillim? Yeah? How are you going to find this teaching? How are you going to find this concept? That the main tshuva of Dovna Melech is Sefer Tehillim. How are you going to find that? He says you have to wake yourself up in a great way. That's what he did. He woke, Dovna Melech woke himself up in a huge way, awakened, you know, whatever that means, like uh, aroused, rather. Aroused in a great way, very much, in Ruach HaKodesh. So that's a high level, you know, most of us are not at Ruach HaKodesh, so we have to be my men that this was written with Ruach HaKodesh, it was written with Divine Spirit. Right. Until every one of us, according to, um, you know, where we're holding, yeah, will find himself, the Zachas Tshuva and he'll find himself in the Tehillim, and he'll be able to then come merit to do tshuva through by saying Tehillim. So, so when we say in the Tehillim, we're saying like when we're reading, I don't know, so, some of the the the, the kapitlach are, are easier, I guess, to find yourself within it. Some of them, you have to find your own little journey within it, or you find yourself just like more bepashtas, like you're just reading it. What do you think he's saying? Like meaning, are we are we imagining ourselves to be hiding in a cave from Shoal and whatever else it is, or are we just uh, imagining how this pertains to our lives? It's a little bit of everything. I, I would. My wife has one way, and I think she's correct that she goes on a journey through Tillam. And it's it's like this back and forth, right? Somewhat will like what you're saying that you're experiencing the actual explanations, the simple meaning of the words, and the journey David Melech went on, and then you're going into your own journey. And you've got to allow yourself to let go and sort of go on this journey. And when you go on a journey, you like go somewhere, you can't be like what you were from the destination you left. You're now in a different headspace. You're going on a journey, you're experiencing things different, you're seeing views you don't used to, you're seeing people you're not used right. to seeing. You're experiencing a journey. But at the same time, you're grounding it in the words of Psalms, like right. in the words of Dovna Melech, who's so guiding saying, that journey. Rav Nachum, when he talks about saying Tehillim, he's not talking about... Um, you know, even though I'm sure it does help, the you know one to two or three kapella uh, chap tehillim they say after davening that they zip through. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's what Shlomo, Shlomo Katz was saying. We're not doing it enough with enough panemius. He was like he's sort of fed up of it. And he didn't say those oh, words. Yeah? He didn't say fed up. I mean that's me throwing it. Never like the that. energy gave over about it. According to my wife, was like you know. Like I want us, everyone is said with more inner feeling, less of this just doing it. Yossi right. sign, you know. Let's say these words. We feel good. We did something for the soldiers. That kind of like ticking a box. Yeah. And that's ticking box business is not really going to do much. It's, I mean, it does something. It's better than you know going ticking a box. I just you know went to a casino today and and did this and that and all these various. Like it's better than ticking the wrong boxes. So it's ticking the right boxes, but it's still not what Kleiser are about. We're much better than that. We've we've got right. a heart. We've got a soul. We're, we're deep. 
these these were written by Dominic Melech, he was screaming, Memachim, from the depths of his soul. It wasn't right. when he wrote Shemal, it's Memachim, it's from the depths. That means the deepest place. Right. That's why it's usually like a Tehillim would say on like the highest times, like Rosh Hashanah, the 10 days of Tshuva, you know, right. just zogging it out. Like, personally, what I, I just say, I just try to get it done because I, the least time I'm with it, in my opinion, the better. Because it's, it's become like that. It's become like rote. So I'd rather not be busy. I don't like the slow back and forth. I don't like it. Oh, the, the like stanzas. I, I mean, I do it because the seaboard doing it. But I just, right. I honestly, I, I'll tell you what I do. I just fly through it. They start it, I already finished already. And then I just go on to something else. I'm busy learning something or doing something more meaningful. Even though everyone else is saying it bit by bit and you meant to do what the seaboard did. All right, I said it. I just don't say it like them because it's so slow and meaningless for me to just stand there. I would say, well, force myself to have meaning. I can't right. do that every day. It's just not going to happen. Uh, like I think uh, doesn't work. That doesn't work. Maybe we me. should uh, suggest to Shlomo. I feel like I have a better, a better instead of, instead of saying Tehillim every day at the yeah. end of davening, we should all do what the Hashkama minion does is make a rakida. Yeah, that's good. And then we dance, and then afterwards we could say Mishaberach. Maybe then we, if we said a Tehillim, then we'd have right. more energy. Right. Or even just dance. Then you know. I think I think, Nachman should, I think is very this, into that. I, I mean, I mean, it might be a bit like strange for some of the people there, but you know, you, can't, you have to be real with the people you're with. But maybe you're right. I mean. We have to sometimes action, doing something different, yeah. dancing around, doing like I remember I, I used to daven in this Nate's minion opposite the Holy of Holies, Kodesh Kadoshim. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yeah. So underneath yeah, the Kotel. Kotel, yeah. So there's a Nate's minion there. You have to wait a certain time in the morning. They open up the door and then they close it. And that's it. There's no getting in there. Yeah. It's a very specific time. So I used to go there, Shabbos, with one of my friends, Melech David. His name is Melech David. Imagine. Like mm, David amazing. and Melech David. Is it Gare? No, no. He's from Kansas, Texas. He's like a big mashbeer in, in Manchester. Like he's a therapist and he's a Hoshev guy. Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Kansas, Texas originally. Yeah. Someone told me that. I don't know if this is true, but someone yeah. told me because I've been in Manchester a yeah. couple of times. My cousins yeah. live there. Sure, so I think it's the most depressing. Yeah, so dreary. So his job is very busy. Yeah, being a therapist, like he's like the head of the therapist over there from work. Someone told he's me that busy, busy guy. That Lubavitcher Rebbe one time yeah. said that even that Mashiach will even come to Manchester. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Melech David. That's my, he, my for me. He's my little little Mashiach that guy. Anyway, he's big into Spodidus and even in Manchester and goes to Uman every year. It's he's, a tough uh, Yeah, and he has full respect from the Rabbonim. That's that's the biggest Kiddush. Like, for him to be his own unique person and do his own unique thing, that's, that. I, I'm very good at that also. But what he's managed, he's getting, he gets full respect from the Rabbonim. I did like him. The establishment accepted him. And that's unusual. That means he's able to mashpir on establishment, which is like mm -hmm. mashirtik. But anyway, his so we used to go there together in Daven, um, uh, opposite the Kodesh Kadoshim over there, and they, they do a funky dance, like the way he'd say it. They like, do like a funny dance. So I once talked it out with him, what's Peshat? So he said it's based on a Kabbalah thing that just before Musaf, I'm about to say the highest point of the davening of Shabbos, of Kesa, we're about to say Kesa. So before we say Kesa, before we go into Musaf, we have to do something funky, move around, do some funny dance. And you see all these old guys doing this funny dance. Nice. And it stimulates what the mochin, it gets the mind going, this funky dance. They, right. It really is a goofy dance. It's like it's not like they dance like like very seriously around in a circle. They do like silly movements and stuff, yeah? Company and, flaps. Yeah, and it gets everyone in the right mood. And then all these guys, these mukubalim, start davening Musaf, and it's like a high, high feeling right. in the holiest place. You just davenates, you know, like, you know, it's it's a high davening. It's it's right. supposed to be in such a minion. I remember many times going there on Shabbos morning. As a, a living when I used to live in Yushalayim and be a bocha there and stuff. And I had more time on my hands. Right. But anyway. But Jemaya is very into that. 
Yeah, sure. He does all these weird dances and weird yeah. stuff. He he yeah. sits in his seat. Have you ever seen him how he sits? Yeah, yeah, he sits back. He sits like I've never seen him. See, you, everyone heard about him like the last five, ten years. Yeah. I was going there like 15, 20 years ago. And right. he was sitting, he had like five, ten people around him. Oh, why? And I used to go speak to him. And he'd sit there with like an orange juice and his moustache over the cup. And, yeah. You know, like, like talks very like, you know, he's very yeah, like he's, mumbled. Yeah. And, but he's holy, holy upon him. I used to just go in there and just look at him, honestly. Yeah. He's got such a holy face. I still, when I go back to Islam, I always try to go in there and just have a look at his upon him for a minute. My wife knew Even though he's surrounded by 20, 30, 50 people now. 100 people, that's massive, the amount of people around him. But, right. And the shul's like five times the size when I remember. He was like in a tiny room when I first came across him. All mm. these good dollars. I had this first to see Rabina before he became famous. Right. Um, we used to come stay next to my house. I used to see him walking around the street. My daughter was talking about it. We used to see all these Sadiqim like before they would become like a massive and big followings. Right. And you could just go up to them and talk to them. Um, I've seen my Zilberberg. All these Sadiqim before they had like their small notoriety, whatever the word is, fame. They, they, uh, not that they're looking for it, but it's sort of they've built up a big following. Right. And uh, back then they were, they were not like that, and it was easy to access them, and uh, you could talk to them. So I had that time period before they all became known, where I could go and talk to Dre the Makop, ask some things. Right. And uh, thank Hashem, I had that time period. I got to, my kids grew up seeing them. I used to always bring all my little kids into the shul so they'd see a sadik, you know. Wow. I, I'd I just like be by one side where I've seen Maya, and then I'd go. In between davening, I pop into the color of Rebbe to watch his Lakhadodi. Then I go back to Rav because it's such long davening. And then after Rav on the way home, I'd see the Shustina Rebbe coming back from the Kotel, being carried, literally, physically carried, from the Kotel all the way to back to his oh. home, because he was so, like, high. He needed to literally be carried down the street. And then I'd get to, on the way, they see Rav Morgenstern, um, was still hadn't even davened yet. And we'd already, like, it was way after Rav Right. And he was in such a high, like, his money was so high. And I'd see him, and then I'd go finally go home. And uh, at one point, I started dubbing by my Rebbe now. The Tom the Rebbe used to dub much quicker. And I'd be able to, after him, go to all those Rebbe's. After dubbing right. by him, even when I was my, I'd be able to go everywhere. So, I've, you know, I remember those good days in Yushalayim. I even used to dub by Bob of in Yushalayim. There was a nice Bob of a minion next to yeah. the Sands of Mikvah and uh, by um, Divrei Chaim over there. And um, so, um, whatever the name is, then. Uh, what's the name? Sanhedrin? Not Sanhedrin. Um, I've forgotten the name of the word there. But uh, uh, oh. anyway, because uh, I used to, there was a nice Bob of Amini. I learned at a Bob of for a while. Cause were, That's a nice part about uh, yeah. Yushalayim is you have all that. All the awe. You're all the awe. But I was there before it was like more popularized. So it, it didn't have that feeling of like it just like following what the next trend is, who's the next right. rabbi the, you know, that's in. Like it, was, it wasn't like that. It was. It was. Finding the finding out who are the Siddiquim of this time, and going and being around them at Emes and listening to their Torah and and giving time to it in a real way in a in a, in a consistent way that you could bekabble something, and uh, you know it wasn't so you could take a selfie. You know? There was no such thing, you know. Um, anyway, Ikachuva shall David and Malachu say for Tillim. Right. So as God will ma'od beruach akolish ad shakol echad echad kfi mashu yochel amot says asma betoch say for Tillim. The whole point is to find yourself within the safe Tillim. So that's what I'd say. My wife, she goes on these journeys every week. We have to figure it out ourselves with our personality how to awaken ourselves. We might not be ruach akolish, but we can awaken ourselves to say Tillim in more kavana. Though in a way that works for ourselves. I personally do uh, what they're doing now in the shul. I try to do every day. Um, and finish it every month. 
say three or four, five tehillim a day and finish it every month. Like the way the, the Chabadniks have, the, and according to the, um, the Chodesh, the, the Seder of the Chodesh. Right. And then I finish tehillim every Chodesh. I say a special tefillah at the end of the month and start again. And that's what I've been doing for like, I don't know, 25 years or something. And then you get start to get regal with the tehillim. You start to get it. Every so on you have a good moment. It opens up to you. I'm all about good moments. I'm not about it always being a good moment. I'm about finding that good moment. And once in a while, those moments, suddenly you're saying a tehillim, you're like, wow, this is talking to me now. And you, you're suddenly connecting in. And then all those hours and hours before and after were just to get to that good moment. Right. That's sort of like me, a more realistic approach than expecting I'm going to go off into this like, you know, mystical trance. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. So it's like about being real with with who we are. And uh, yeah, David Amalek was in a level of Ruch HaKodesh. So he was anointed. He had the power to open up these gates for us. And these gates of tshuva were... were he, remember, David, uh, Rabbi Nassim was a student of Rabbi Nachman who was a descendant of David Amalek. And one of the things Rabbi Nassim did was to write a book called The 50th Gate. I don't know if you've ever seen it in English. But um, it's the concept is Lakuti Halachas, basically, or Lakuti Tefilas, rather. It's a, it's a, it's a, the, the Lakuti Halachas turned into Lakuti Tefilas, turned into prayers. It's right. maybe at some point we can get to the other Swam Rabbi Nachman if we don't get stuck with Tanya at some point. But the point is that over there, by Lakuti Tefilas, you see how he turns Torah into Tefila. And right. that really is a demonstration of what Tehillim really is. Tehillim is Torah and Tefila together in one. Interesting. So Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi Nassim are tremendous examples of people who, who, dem- who lived what Tehillim is about, bringing Torah and Tefillah together. And that's why Lekutu Yalachis is Lekutu Tefillahs. The Torah has become Tefillahs, become prayers, literally. They're written down and uh, you can pray them. And they're very special. And it might also help opening up your heart to Hashem. And uh, in English it's called the 50th gate, I think, or something like that. I don't know, I never really used it so much. Maybe I should. Ika has and the main refinement, yeah, we're trying to purify ourselves. Yeah, the main refinement is the, of the twelve tribes of God, Memtes Osius. This is these forty-nine letters, Memtes This is the forty-ninth gate of Chuva, gates of Chuva, higher and that was what where we were in Mitzrayim, which is where we are now in the Pasha, Chuvachinus Misad Hagorin. And this is an aspect, um, according, uh, sorry, Meitzah HaGorin, the Meitzah HaGorin, the, the restriction in the throat. Yeah, Meitzah is Lashem Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim is a restriction. There's a restriction. you ever got a sore throat, you feel like it's narrowing, getting more and more narrow. It's hard to eat, hard to speak. Yeah, we don't want it, but it's very painful. And Meitzah HaGorin, the, the narrowing of the throat is the aspect of Mitzrayim. Shubachinus Ilah. So... And this is the high-level tshuva, yeah, which is the aspect that Arizal talks about that. Tshuva ilah is a high-level tshuva, and he says, V'kis v'arizal, ayin sham, v'havin hatev. So you have to really be on the level now to understand a little bit what it talks about in the kis which is a very high, you know, writings of Kabbalah. Right. But the point is, for our level, Hasidus is about bringing Kabbalah into our life. Right. The memtes osius of the memtes shari tshuva of the shifte ka, that there's a certain, uh, that we were in Mitzrayim when this uh, all came out, this power of tshuva, and in the place of the throat, remember what was para? Para is also connected to the back of the neck. Right. It's called uh, orpa, the back of the neck, Samosis is para, yeah? 
peira, bad mouth. One of the tikkunim mashavim is to fix the mouth. Hmm. Yeah, peira, bad mouth. How do you fix it? With tilim, yeah, with prayers, with feelers, with Torah. Yeah, shavim is the time to fix up the peira, the bad mouth, the, the restricted consciousness, restricted way of being, to expand it through tefillah, through Torah. Shibuhin is tshuva This is aspect of tshuva ilah. Once we've been purified there in Mitzrayim, the, the, the 49 letters of the Shiftei Ka, through the, uh, this, these 49 levels of Shari Tshuva, fixing up the 49 levels of Tuma, he doesn't say that here, but that's what, what was going on in Mitzrayim, then you can go out from that. And that's how do we bring that alive during that time with Pesach, right. we bring it alive through the Memtes Yemei Asvira, through the counting of the 49 days of Asvira, right. connect the Memtes Shai Tshuva, that's also connected the, the Memtes Shai Tshuva, which is funny because in Shlomo's class, you were there right. yesterday, he's talking about Asvira Saomer yeah. in the middle of, uh, of Tavis, Monday in Tavis, Sunday right. in Ta- Monday in Tavis, Tuesday in Tavis, we're now Tuesday, but yesterday, Monday, funny enough, I thought it was Monday, I don't know why, Tuesday in Tavis, we're, we're learning about it. And Monday in Tevis, it was Svira Sa'omer. Yeah? And the Svira of Chodesh Iyab was the big time where the Medina and everything, that's what Shlom is talking about. Yeah. So there's a certain tick and amidus that needs to be done. But Dafka in that time, yeah. and that's connected to the Shari Tshuva. Shem Mechinus Memtes Osis now, Chamishim, to get to that 50th day, which is in the Sivan, Chodesh Sivan, the destination. Az Yored Hashem Al Ha Sinai. And then Hashem can come down onto Ha Sinai. Once we've done those 49 gates, we can't get to Harsina without the 49 gates of Tshuva. There has to be a process of counting, of Tshuva, of Tikhamidas, of building ourselves so we can then get to that right. high level of Kabbalah Satoira that Hashem came down onto Harsina. Shemos. Shuvalechem. Then Hashem's returning to us. But what did we have to do first? Sure. We had to chuva a lie. We had to come back to him. We turned to him, so he returns to us. And right. that's Harsinai. What was the chuva of us leaving Mitzrayim and the 49 days of Surah? Uh-huh. Once we've done that avoda, then Hashem chuva leichem. Then I'll return to you. Hashem leichem. I'll return to you. So now we understand really what Surah Sa'om is all about and these 49 gates of the Osius of the shift they can. We start to understand this whole process of going out. Of restriction and the mates are him, yeah, and coming to this place of godless, of of godless demochin, of expanding consciousness of Kabbalah Torah, we understand that it's a it's that pasuk again of a tshuva alive. We 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 return to Hashem through this whole process, and then Hashem tshuva aleichem comes to us, and that's Kabbalah Torah. That's the fiftieth day. That's that's the point. Now, how how do we see this? And this all begins when it's Yaakov Ish Beso. Amazing. Right. So we've got enough time now to learn this famous concept. This all comes out in Shmos. This Pasha. Right. We just read it yesterday in Shul. We read it Shabbos afternoon. Zer Ele. Shmos. These names, Bnei Yisrael, that came to, from, to, to Mitzrayim. Yeah. Who came to Egypt with Yaakov. Each man. Ish Beso. Each man with his house. What's it? Sophie Tavis. Haim Osius. Look at this gilui from Rabbi Nachman. Yeah, Tehillim, but Osius Tshuva. You ever thought about that? You read it, uh, you wouldn't think about it. It's yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. never thought of now, that. Now the Shmos, maybe you'd say the names of Israel, the Shvotim, 
the, you know, there's a spirituality to the names, it's not just whatever. Right. But then now we're saying not just that, the Sovtevis of those words, it teaches us Tehillim Shehala. and Tshuva. So we begin a new Sefer Shmos, this whole time period of Shavuvim, with two powerful concepts, Tehillim and two powerful realities of Tshuva, of of, of Hashem. Tehillim and Tshuva. Tough, hey, yud, lamid, mem, that's Tehillim. Hey, tough, base, shin, vav, tshuva. The juke. Tehillim and tshuva. No extra words, no kolel, no gematches. It just is those letters. Tehillim and tshuva. The last letters of all these. Yeah, in order. Um, The the second, uh, it's a little bit out of order. The hey comes. The hey is... No, I'm saying in order, meaning first it says to hell and then it says to Shuvah. Oh, yeah. that's the, the, You're right. That the, In that order, yeah. First is Chuva, which brings us to... Uh, sorry, Tehillim, which yeah. brings us to Chuva. Very good. Yeah, he just said what you just said. Yeah, that it's in order. Tehillim yeah. brings us then to Chuva. And this is the aspect of the, of the Shmos, yeah? The names of the sons of Israel who came to Mitzrayim. That is the names of Bnei Sol that went down to Mitzrayimah. The names, these Sharem, these, these 49 gates, yeah, because remember now we're saying the Osis of Klai Yisrael, of all the Shvotim, is these Memtes Sharem. Right. So these Memtes, these 49 gates are the names that went down to Bnei Sol to, to Lezachik Sham, to purify, to be purified there, to be right. refined there. Once they were refined, then what? Canal. Then we can receive the Torah on the fiftieth, which is the 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 tachlis. The point of the of the shibud was to purify us, refine us, so we right. could then receive the Torah and go through all these gates of 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 tshuva and get to that fiftieth gate of tshuva, right. nunshari bina, nunshari tshuva, and that's what we have now. We wake up every day in this world. Not like in Mitzrayim where they woke up and they didn't know what was going to be. They didn't have the Torah like we have. They could not open up. They had teachings, had Shevet Levi. They had, there was, from Avram Yitzhak, there was teachings. There, were, there was leaders then. But they were in a state of Shibbat. And except for Shevet Levi, they weren't really getting much time to learn anything and do anything. We wake up in the morning, we, we make our stroll down to Shevet David, we learn, we have the Nun Shari Tshuva in our hands, in our right. base Midrashim. We have the Nun Shari Bina. It's accessible. We're learning it now, yeah, literally. And it's interesting because the whole concept of Tehillim helps us to find those individual gates. So we have also the ability to, to awaken the truth of Christ or the Bnei Israel, that we're Memtesh Shari Tshuva. We're connected intrinsically in our names to the, this place of Tshuva, repentance, and to the ultimate level of 50 of when Hashem returns to us. Because we said Hashem's Kibiyochu doing Tshuva. That part we don't understand, that 50th level. Right. That's beyond Christ. That's Hashem's tshuva. Right. Returning to what is his tshuva to return to us? Right, that's none. It's interesting. His tshuva is to return to us. I think that's the way you'd understand it. If you want to understand what it means, Hashem doing tshuva, Kibyachul, it's oh. Hashem returning to Bnei Israel, giving us the Torah, becoming one with us. Zesh Anaroyim. And, and like, which is to kind of add to that, is it sounds like Hashem is like waiting. At the door, to burst in to do that, but we, he's waiting for us to get to that memtes, so that he can just kind of just do that nun. Right. So it's almost like it's a daily thing. Right. You know the Balatanya says every day is the Mitzvah Torah. How do you see that? 
Uh-huh. You wake up in the morning. What kind of state are you in? Constricted uh-huh. consciousness. Yeah? yeah. I was thinking about my son in Kanyunis. You know, that was the first thing I woke up thinking about him. Right. It's like, wow, this is heavy. Another day, my son in such a place. Yesterday, there were there was whole story with his his general unit Sankanim, and there were people who, who were in a serious situation. Um, thank God it wasn't him, but still, not you know, it might be thank God not him, but you know it's close. And Shem Shemayim, and it, it was friends of his. You know, it's All scary right. what's going on over there. How, how do and you I'm, know? You follow? Yeah, we get updates, and they tell us, "Don't worry, it wasn't you know who who specifically, yeah, who not." We're in a, f- a parent group and of his oh, union. Yeah? And yeah. I and the army have to keep us updated. They have to. The parents were responsible on some level. Oh, so, so they have some sort of like WhatsApp. Yeah, group. we have a WhatsApp group for the army. With the, That's with amazing. Africa. Yeah. I just let you know. Hey, guys. That, yeah, so like it wasn't your son, basically, which is not great. Well, yesterday. Yeah, we get to hear. They're, they're okay. The Mats of Kosher, which means they're okay. Do they give any like kill counts ever? Like when, how, no, many, no, no. how many terrorists they've, they've eliminated? It's not a competition or nothing like that. So and it's all very oh, they say like uh, high intelligence. Like they're not going to tell us anything. Uh, yeah, yesterday, uh, the troops came in and neutralized. They'll say they did a good job. Maybe did a good job. That's about what we'll get from them. Oh, they're they're moving clippers from the world. That's what yeah. they should say. Yesterday they removed <laughs> some more clippers. Oh well, yeah, we're not zok to that privy to that information, and we have to find out through the right. other ways. But Shanu Royam should be made tshuva. So we're going to see that empirically during these days of tshuva, Diana Ba'elova, so you made tshuva. And, and this is why, he'd, essentially, you'd think he'd bring up Shavimim now, because Pasha Shmos. But um, he doesn't, but we can add in Shavimim. Shavimim is actually a hemshech of, of these holy days, of, right. the, of El, and the ten days of tshuva. What is it brought down on Shulchan Aruch? That Kleisel should be saying to him. It's brought down on Shulchan Aruch. It's not like, it's not like a minhag, a nice thing. Shulchan Aruch brings it down as halacha. Really? Maybe it's a minhag, based on a minhag, but it brings it down in a sefer halacha as something that Kaisho should be doing this time of year, of Elo and, and the 10 days of Tshuva, to say Tehillim, to finish all of Tehillim, you know, on, on, especially on the big days, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Kaisho Aruchim Ba'am Miras Tehillim. Ki Amiras Tehillim Mesugul Tshuva. Because we just said, yeah, that Tehillim is, is going to help us, proprietors, or whatever the word is, going to help us do Tshuva. Aidei Kain Hu Dava Godom Od. And therefore, it's a very great thing, yeah, great thing. Not just a okay, you should do it. Maybe it's a very great thing. Like asok tamid b'amiristinim to be asok, like we're learning Torah, right? La asok b'divrei Torah, la asok to be osik, we're making business to be osik in always in saying tilim. Kitilim who's oris gadol maod maod la shem isbrach asher yeshachaz boy. This is from Rabbi Nachman himself. Yeah, kitilim is awakening in a very big, big, big way. And praiseworthy are those who adopt this practice to constantly say to him. Wow. And he also says, Sphiris Omer is a special time saying to him. And I would add now, based on the fact that this Roshi Sof Tevis is Shuva, and sorry, Tilim and Shuva is in Pasha Shmois Shogavim. That's an addition. It doesn't say that in this explanation here. But I'm adding in. Because Sefer Shmois is the beginning of Shogavim. And really, right. Shovim is all about Shuvim and Tillim. Shovim is technically also, uh, what is this? It's that whole process. Going out Mitzrayim. Yeah. And, it, and what is it to do? To get the Torah. And then what with the Torah, this year with the leap year, to bring it into the, the Mishkan. And bring it to the Kohen Gold, to bring it into Am Yisrael. 
that it should manifest what the tshuva we're doing and the Torah we're learning should become reality of in this world. It comes out in Ada, which is Loshan Aleph Dor, the Shem dwelling now in the world. We have to work now through Tevish, to get to that level of of Kabbalah's Torah, of receiving the Torah in Parshas Yisro, and then to bring it into the Mishkan, which is going to be in Chodesh Ada. And the Kohen Godel, having someone manifest it. So every day, the Balatonia says, we have the opportunity to go out Mitzrayim. We get out of this, this constricted consciousness right. and we go out. So I'm thinking about my son or whatever you wake up, thinking about business or thinking about, you know, your children, whatever it is. You're waking up thinking about something that's not the most yeah. elevated thought and you're worried and you're this and that. You've got to get yourself out of that feeling. And now, out of that Mitzrayim experience, Mitzrayim, the, the constricted place, and yeah. you go to shul, you put, you do your avodah, and watch shachris as a journey to get to become in front of Hashem all the way up, all the, through the different worlds to come in front of Hashem on the highest level. And and during that journey, there's a kabbalah satora, because when's a kabbalah satora? As soon as you finish the davening, the balatani says you should learn something. So we either have kriya satora, or you should open up a sefer and learn something for sure, even a few minutes, just open up something, and, and then you put the tefillah into the Torah. And then you've gone from Mitzrayim to Kabbalah Satoya. And what gave you the ability to get out of Mitzrayim was this was the tshuva and tefillah and the, the hilim that we say in every morning. It gives us the power to go out, to awaken those sharim, and to to come out to a, a higher level of consciousness. The Balatani says you start to get mochin. It has a rishima, like you said earlier, this idea of roshim on your whole day, that now you've tapped into Hashem and his Torah and his and you've done some hopefully some form of tshuva and davening of you know whatever you were in the restricted consciousness whatever that caused you to do that wasn't so amazing you didn't speak nicely you didn't listen and that when thinking positively you get yourself into a good state of mind and then you're ready to go do your thing and that's every day going out so i'm receiving the torah right so really we're living this on a daily level this is what what we experience in sefer shemot sefer gula should be on a individual level a daily right journey You've got your paro, the bad voices in your head, these demons that David Goggins talks about, that these these voices beating you up every day, telling you you're you're no good, you can't do nothing, and you've got to fight them every day. With and we have the blessing of having Torah and Tefillah and Tehillim. We have all these tools. Rabbi Nachman and the Siddiquim have given us, Rabbi Nachman has given us. We have these tools to help us get out of this constricted consciousness, and that, that's a blessing. And all, all we have to do is just. Like you said, we just have to turn up and do it. Now, do we always feel it? Feeling is not the goal. Right. We, we do have a mitzvah of Avas Hashem and Yuras Hashem to, to love Hashem and fear Hashem and to awaken our mochin is of Chochmah Biladas, to awaken up the Mayach in what we're doing, to have Kavana. Right. It is a mitzvah to have Kavana. It's a mitzvah Srikas Kavana. They do need to have Kavana, but it's not, it, it, it doesn't mean you don't do it if you don't. You keep doing it until eventually you start having Kavana. Right. The, the point is, but that has to be the goal, not just to do it. Right. That's what Shlomo, I think, was worried about with the Shemalas. It just becomes a thing you do. Yeah. You're not even like trying to get know, to Kavana. I didn't know he said that. That's so funny. I always, I, I, I always felt that way. He said it in the morning show to the women. Or to the women? Totally. Maybe to the men. He doesn't want to put them off doing it. I don't know. Ha. Yeah, but he's always sure. trying to like these little subtle changes. I find that the women do things a lot less mechanically than men. Oh, yeah. it's they have much have, more kavana, much more heart. Whether it's because you know, they're much more intrinsically connected. Yeah, 
Raswi's universe, it's, it's a lot of mechanicalism. But that mechanicalism eventually breaks through to our stubborn hearts and opens Sometimes, them up a little yeah, Hopefully. That's the goal. Yeah. That's one of the Hasidic things of making al dancing, all these, using all the tools you've got right. to open up your heart. Stories. To, stories. Uh, we used to say, Rabbi Nachman said, he used to say stories to put our children to sleep. His stories were to wake us up. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the, the fixing of the whole concept of stories. We're not trying to fall asleep, we're trying to wake up. Right, well, the reason why he said the story is because yeah. it wasn't like because he said, I'm trying to teach you my Torah and you guys aren't, don't seem to be listening. And so I'm going to teach it in a way that you guys can understand it better or that you want to listen. So stories people really generally get more involved in. Yeah. Divrei Torah. So it's also the concept that the stories are from Kesa, from the highest place. And that even the story of Yisrael Yisrael, Sipo Mitzvah Yisrael, it's a story of the story. Right. Going out, recounting the right, story. We know, the we know, but it's not even each time, every year we read it, we read it Saturday night, we, 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 we mention it every day in, in Davening, see it say Yisrael, we mention it every day. So the idea is we're tuning into this, this truth, this story that awakens our soul. It awakens, it's, it's, you have to understand in business nowadays, they've realized, I mean, I don't know, maybe they always knew it, but it's become more rev- talked about, more discussed, the power of narratives, the brand, yeah? Right. This whole building a, building a brand, you know, uh, knowledge, having it, you know, clearer and clearer what the message is, what the mission statement is, what the story is, what the product, what the service right. is. It's clear, clarifying day after day. So in business, they're working so hard to get that better and better. Now, that's what I mean. So our business is to make sure we got our story clearer and clearer. Not getting all right. confused and woke and who knows what's going on, yeah? Because that, that's the problem. When Jews start getting all liberalized in a, in a negative sense, where we're all progressive in the wrong way, we're digressive, yeah? We're going right. downwards in our understanding of our story. And we're no longer really part of our story. So then... In a, at least consciously, even though phys- neshama-wise we're always connected. So it's sad if our consciousness has now been lost the story, like where people don't even know our journey and what we're here for. Right. So we have to have that self-awareness as a Jew, like that we have a unique story to teach. And you watch, like say Jordan Peterson, what's he doing right now? He has a new group about Exodus, I don't know if you've seen him talk about it. He did a whole, th- I didn't go through the whole thing, I watched maybe one episode or something, but he goes through the whole Sefer Exodus, the whole book of Shmos, basically, wow. which is where we are now, and he's now got a whole movement, he's making money out of this, yeah, of teaching men to have self-control over their phones, and he's learning it out from the story of Exodus. Of yeah. So he's taking out from our whole story of B'nai Israel and learning out how to help Am Israel get to a place of Gula, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, helping the world, humanity generally, right. to get to a place of expanded consciousness where they're not enslaved to their phones and other things. Huh. And he's I making money. If you, if you listen to Peterson now, it's, that's one of the main advertisements now. This whole like men's thing to get men less on their phones, like a detox, and it's a whole thing. But it's, it goes, but he's learning it out from, say, from our book, from, from the Torah, from. Exodus, and anyone who's on honest Yoshkenik will know that anything good comes from Chumshim Chumshay Torah and Tanakh, and their their extra writings or whatever. But the 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 foundation is close. Right. right. It's the Judea journey, the Judea wisdom, and that's right. So, this, but you see how it's so intrinsic, like what Rabbi Nachman did. He connected it in 
to Lahavdu from Peterson. He connected it into the Tilim, he connected it into the Sharim, he connected it into Sefer Shemos, he connected everything in. It all becomes united the Torah, the Tehillim, the Tshuva, Klaistral. We're intrinsic to these Sharim, to these gates of Tshuva. Right. Our names, the Shemus, the Osius, we are one with those. It's the whole concept of Kuchibohu, the Baraisa, and the Kodesh Borchu, the Torah, and Yisrael, Chadhu. They're one. It's tuning into that truth. That was, the, for me, one of the most important klalim of Baal Shem Tov, is Avis Hashem, Avis Torah, to have love of all three. Right. You know, and sometimes, unfortunately, you experience these people who are learned and they have Avis Torah, but they don't have Avis Yisrael. So that's not true Avis Torah then. Because true Avis Torah will bring you to Avis Yisrael. True Avis Hashem will bring you to Avis Yisrael. It's all one. So you can't. Where we, I'll tell you just one, one we'll end off of this. Where Simai Zilberg once said this very powerful concept. That really changed my life when I heard it. Uh, it was a Erev Shabbos. He gives a shir, a very long shir, a few hours on the Pasha. And he was talking about this concept of Avas Torah. And he said, you want to understand your chilek of Torah, you have to have Avas You cannot understand fully your full chilek of Torah. Because every year is walking around with a chilek of Torah. Light up my eyes to your Torah. You don't really understand the full Torah until you have the full appreciation of all of Christ's role. Right. So you're never going to really access your full chelik. And the people that are in your life, divine providence, they have their chelik of Torah. And the only way you're going to access your full chelik is through them, because there's also a part of their chelik that's connected to your chelik. And the only way you can really get the full shlemus of Torah is through having the full shlemus of Abbas as well. Because right. every year there's an os in the Torah. Every year there's a letter in the Torah. And to have the complete Sefer Torah, you have to have everyone in its place, in its time, in its portion, Everyone needs to have their portion of Torah. And that means you need to awaken around people the love and the love of Torah, the love of Hashem, love of Yisrael. It's a very deep concept. But you're living with a certain truth that this is all one. This is not just like a, a nice vault. This is reality. Right. And you can't access the full portion, your full chalik of Torah, until you've accessed the full kibbut of Klaistral. Because, what example, if you put ink into, if you damage another yid, you're mm-hmm. breaking that os. You're losing the full Torah. Right, losing the full, uh, the full of Torah in Klai Yisrael. So, if, if the, it's not surrounded by, by uh, parchment and you're right. getting in someone's space, you're ruining their... They're meant to have a space around them. They're not just meant right. to... It's their chilek, their portion. You have to give respect to it. And that's why you see by Siddiquim, their Avis Yisrael, their respect to Klai Yisrael. It's on such a high level. And it goes together with their tremendous levels of Torah. It's the both is a joint journey. It's not like separate, right? And you see this if you think about this, how deep this is to heal him, the osius of Klaistral, the names of Klaistral, the tshuva. It's all intrinsic. It's all together. All right, and that all leads to just Hashem returning to us. Uh, oh, and that's the highest. That's the best way to end this. The, the, and that's what that was the goal of it all. To Hashem come back to us, that we should have the full revelation Amen. of Hashem. Amen. All right. Yes. Yeah, I gotta go but that was deep, man. That's good stuff. That was a good one. Yeah. And Mr. Shem